Yeah, that's just my little interface. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, let me just make sure I don't get phone calls. Sure. How's your day been? It's been good. Yeah? Yeah. I, uh, I volunteer at a community center, so I do my volunteering as a jam session instructor, so... Oh, cool. I like to do the lead singing and the lead guitar. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to pull up a little bit and sort of have this sort of right where it is on my sort of... Yeah, there you go. That's great. Like there? Yeah, perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for uh, meeting me. Like, I think uh, it, this is one of those things that you sort of go, you know, it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's sort of a weird thing to do. Right. But I really wanted to see who is out there. Right. And... <laughs> in the universe and sort of you know get to chat to them and find out yeah. who they are so oh, yeah. uh, i appreciate you reaching out to me sure. and sort of just being willing to come and yeah. chat with me so yeah thanks for doing that thank you yeah um so we just i just usually just get started with people i like to have it really authentic like it um sent you in the email yeah um and yeah so you were telling me you were just doing a jam session at a community yeah. center what sort of drove that uh, desire to do that? Oh, I've always had a passion for music. I've been playing yeah. since I was like five. Oh, cool. I've played at various instruments in the past, but my main one right now is eight-string guitar. Eight-string guitar, yeah. wow. Okay, so is that, because I play a little bit of guitar, but oh, yeah. uh, eight-string, so that would be, what, is that a high C, or is it a, what, what other So a regular E to E, right. E, B, G, D, A, E. Right. Then I have a low B string. Okay. And then on a stock stock tune eight string guitar, it's an F sharp for the lowest string. Oh, interesting. But I've okay. tuned it down to an E, so it's the exact same note and octave as a four string bass. Oh. It just wow. doesn't have all the timbre. So. Cool. Have you ever listened to um, any of Charlie Hunter's stuff? Who? Charlie Hunter. No. So he um, he plays hybrid guitars, and they have oh. like the I think they have the top three like bass strings and then they have like the bottom five like or the yeah the top five acoustic strings or okay. electric strings yeah, yeah so sort of a similar concept yeah, yeah. but I yeah that. so charlie hunter he just does a lot of like instrumental playing the bass lines along with oh, yeah. the guitar leads yeah so yeah so. I, I play a lot of stuff actually um yeah i first got into metal metal was my main thing funny story uh my dad comes into the room because he hated me playing music all the time. It was always just too loud and all day, yeah. every day. And yeah. he comes into the room, he's like, Manny, that's noise. It's noise, right? Yeah. And, you know. So after a few months of that, my sister comes to the room and she's like, why are you laughing at him when he tells you it's noise? You should stop playing that music because it sounds like crap. Yeah. And I'm telling my sister, well, the genre, I play, the genre of the music I play is called noise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. right. So who is, like, some of your influences? Uh... Well, as far as metal goes, yeah, I would say Tosin Abasi, Buckethead, Steve Vai, yeah. uh, Paul Gilbert, Guthrie Goldman. Yeah. Those, are, those are a lot of those players are, like, fusion metal kind of thing. Right. But I do like a lot of, like, rock and blues and jazz. Uh, I'm actually most versed in jazz but i like to play metal more than jazz um i do classical i do i do uh rockabilly stuff i do country i can sing everything yeah i have a great metal growl nice <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome 
that, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's a good way to start a song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's well, awesome, man. I'm in a project right now. We're not looking for any heavy vocals at all. Sure. I've written all the guitar, bass, and drum parts, right? I got a buddy playing drums for us. Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking nice. for a singer. I mean. Nice. Uh, you're just the growler then? Pardon me? You do just the growling? I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't not do in it? This oh, project. Not in this project. Not in that project, yeah. No. It's, it's heavy stuff, but yeah. we want it to uh, appeal to more people and not just sound like noise. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like your dad would say? Yeah. yeah. Cool. What's the name of the... Are we allowed to know the name of the band? or? You're allowed to know, but it wouldn't do anything right now because we're yeah. unestablished. So okay. For now, we're the MK project. Okay. Um, this will probably release in sort of October-ish. Oh yeah. So that'll be might be when you're ready. So yeah, maybe. That, yeah, I'll get people to check that out. That'd be oh, cool yeah. to hear what you're doing. Well, for now, I mean, since it's being recorded in August, like the end of August, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I can give you my SoundCloud. Like SoundCloud's sure. like the entry kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But everything's on there. Yeah. Um. It's many times, like my name and okay. then times. Times, cool. Yeah, that's great. I'll, I'll put the link in the description for yeah. the podcast just so people can check out what you're about and what you're up to yeah. and that sort of thing. Um, so I just have some sort of like, you know, questions that we can go through, we can chat about as the podcast goes on. And then oh, yeah. if, uh, you know, if there's anything that you want to cut out or whatever, we can do that. Oh, for sure. Um, but it's just sort of just getting to know you. I know we've got some other things we want to touch on too. So. Oh, yeah. 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 So one of my questions that I like to ask people right up front is maybe like what are some misconceptions about you, which is sort of a really, it's a tough question to answer right away. So if you need some time to think about it, that's fine. But just what are some misconceptions about you that maybe people have that you would like to sort of maybe address? And The love I have for music, uh, I talk about it all the time. Yeah. But there's more about me than just music, right? Right. Uh, I'm a hockey player. When I go to hockey, um, I am one of the bigger guys. I'm Right now, I think I'm like 6'1", 260. Okay, yeah. I'm one of the bigger guys. Yeah. So, like... You wouldn't think I'd be the fastest one on the team. Yeah. yeah. But you, you're I fast. Am. Yeah. I'm yeah. the fastest one. Nice. Team. What position do you play? I play right D. Okay. Yeah. You know a little funny story about that. I'm not allowed to take slap shots anymore, bro. No. No. Why? Two two reasons. One time was, I guess, probably not as good a reason as the second one, but uh, I like to brag about this. Uh, I was okay. So we play floor hockey, and I'm in front of my own net. Right, you can picture like a like a like a floor. Yeah. And I'm in front of my net, and I, there's another net way on the other side. Right. I take a slap shot from my side, and it goes top shelf on the other net. The goalie wow. didn't see it. Wow. So that's like I, I don't I don't understand why that's a reason I'm not allowed to take <laughs> slap shots. It's like yeah. you should just see it. Yeah. yeah. Far away. Yeah. And the yeah. second reason is totally understandable. Yeah. Um, this he was fairly new to the group, right? Because we get new guys coming all the time. Sure. And um. So he's like, uh, he didn't know he's not supposed to block my shots, right? Oh. <laughs> so I wind up, and I'm yeah. like, dude, you're going you're to get hurt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whip it, hits him in the rib. Um, he falls on the ground crying, like a grown man crying from the pain. Oh. He gets up, finally ready to, just to walk off, right? Yeah. Lifts his shirt up, um, and he's got like a oh. welt on his ribs about yeah. the diameter of probably like five, six centimeters. Wow. Yeah. So probably broken the rib or fractured. No, no, not, no, no, broken not that bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. I knew. I knew someone was there, so I wasn't gonna rip it as hard as I could. But yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Hard enough to do damage. Hard enough to get it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to play goalie. I, I do drop in once in a while. But, oh, yeah. So I don't think I'd want to try and catch one of your... No, we're looking for goalies, yeah. Gareth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come out. <laughs> I, yeah, I haven't played in a long time, but all my gears are sitting in my storage. So we have yeah, we have at least to. two, three pairs of gear every day. Oh yeah. There's two guys that bring their gear every time. Yeah. And there's like at least one or one or two other guys that come nice. bring their gear. Where do you play? I play in Guildford. Guildford. Okay. Guildford Rec Center. Oh, nice. Cool. Um, so, what is um, something unique about you? What do you think, uh, what's interesting about who you are as a person? I guess that kind of ties into the last question, what people misconceive, like what's unique about me, you yeah. know, those kind of things. Um, I do have a mental illness. I was diagnosed with schizophrenia at 17. Wow. Yeah. Um, basically, my whole life I was bullied right from kindergarten right up till grade 12 right yeah and when i was about 13 it got really really bad mm. and then when i hit 14 basically i had some adverse reactions to the bullying and all the anxiety i was basically having this uh, something called panic attacks yeah right and i was having those at night i was waking up in the middle of the night sweating out of fear that you know they got me finally right yeah yeah uh 15 i started experiment experimenting with drugs with the wrong people okay which was not cool. Um, shit happened. Yeah. Um, and finally, when I was 16, about Novemberish, Decemberish time, somewhere around, the, I'd say, I'd say like just before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I finally got hospitalized, and I'd already been taking meds before that because I was I saw psychiatrists and like counselors before that, but that was like the first time I broke down. Yeah. So I went into the hospital. I spent two and a half months there. And you know, medication after medication after medication. Yeah. It was it was like, terrible. Yeah. When I got out, they considered me fit to go back to school, but I was unable to even concentrate. Finally, in grade 12, I I hit grade 12 to make new friends. Then, as every other year, my friends turned on me. So, <laughs> I started to seclude myself. Uh, mm. Initially, I would go on the computers, then I realized. I needed to do my homework, so I would just go to the library and do my homework. Yeah. And then I just got sick of that, so I used to just sit by my locker and read Shakespeare in oh, grade 12. Interesting. Like, I found solace in, in reading Shakespeare. Yeah. Right? And then things got so, like, it, Shakespeare was even stressing me out. I was having panic attacks off Shakespeare, but I love wow. it. I love Shakespeare, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was, the last one I was reading, the last book I read, before I was hospitalized again, the year after the first one, yeah. And again, right before December or Christmas, I wasn't actually reading Shakespeare at the time. I was reading a book called the Va the Machiavelli Covenant. Okay. I forgot who it was by, but it's like a really intricately worded uh, uh, piece of work, right? Oh, cool. It's a very thick book and yeah. small writing, everything. Grade twelve people shouldn't read that. It fucks anybody <laughs> up. I mean, you could be a scholar and be like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mind my language. Wow. So oh, eventually okay. I was hospitalized. Yeah. A month in, they diagnosed me with paranoid type schizophrenia. Yeah. Which did fit all of my symptoms. So Interesting. Two and a half months after that, I was put into uh, a day treatment program, uh, an adolescent day treatment program. Basically, they focus on your mental health, basically. Sure. But I expressed that I still wanted to graduate on time. Okay. So having met all the requirements for uh extracurricular activities like yeah. my my pe mark was up there my art mark was a hundred percent at the end of the uh -huh. year 
until I got basically removed with my episode. Yeah. This and that, right? I was like, hey, you guys got to help me graduate. I need to do yeah. something in my yeah. life. I don't want to be stuck taking meds all year, all right. my life, right? Yeah. And so far, I have been anyway. But what would it have been? What would it have been the other way around, right? Right. Um, so, yeah, I finished school with perfect attendance, didn't miss a day, didn't get late. Wow. And that's actually the time I found the love for guitar so much. Yeah. Because my teachers slash supporters over there uh, at the ADTP, um, they would let me bring my guitar every day and just play guitar at lunchtime in a quiet room. Yeah. And that was, again, a way of solace. Right. And I would find... You know, I didn't. I didn't really have much of an outlet for any stressors in my life, right? Yeah. So I picked up a job with my buddy's dad. Um, and then I started to go to different groups that yeah. featured, you know, mental health uh, aspects. Like there's one called RAP. You know, wellness recovery actually wellness recovery action plan. Yeah. There's RST training. Eventually, I took so many of them that I was. Uh, they basically like they said, hey, you should take uh you know, Manny, you should take, um, what is it, peer support training. Oh, okay. And what peer support training is, it it involves getting uh, paired up with one or two different types of adolescents. Okay. And basically, you, you meet their needs, right? If, if the yeah. person wants to learn how to take buses, even yeah. small things like that, people need that help. Wow. So I'd take them to the bus. I used wow. to take a guy to the gym. I, yeah. One time, I took a guy to school. I took him to school to... Yeah. Um, basically check out the campus he wanted to check out a campus for photography school so basically that's oh. what that's what peer support is yeah and that kind of turned into the public speaking thing because yeah. they, they felt i was so good with people specifically adolescents at the time yeah i was about 21 when i finally picked up public speaking and i did a lot of stats in the beginning it was a bit it was a bit of a slow learning process yeah uh, i learned a lot of cool stuff like um knowing what to say and how to act when you're really, 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 really nervous, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I still tell people this to this day because I think everybody should know this. It's a very scientific fact that I used. Uh, I, I've used it all the time. It's proven, actually. What you do when you're, when you're nervous is you're nervous like a bug, right? Yeah. What you want to do is force a smile on your face. You yeah. want to make the biggest smile you can. Oh, yeah. sorry. It's okay. The biggest smile you yeah. can, right? Yeah, yeah. And that releases endorphins in your brain oh, to make yourself feel better. Interesting, yeah. And when you feel good, you like some people like will, you know. Yeah. I, I just smiled there to put myself back on track. Yeah. So the word was putting back on track, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Interesting. So, how does like just backtracking a little bit? Yeah. You, you mentioned you were in elementary school, and that's yeah. when sort of you found out that you I were was different. You were different. What was that like? Um, you know, being in that environment and what was it like with the people around you? Um, initially, I can tell you two stories from kindergarten. Sure. Okay. Considering I came to Canada as a child, I wasn't born in Canada. Okay. I was born in India, in New Delhi. I'm, um, so I was brought up as, you know, you speak Punjabi at home. You do the right. jumpy things, and when you go outside, that's when you start acting like a white person, right? <laughs> that's what I was basically what I was told. Yeah. Right. You're not white. You're brown. Be brown, right? Mm. So, eventually, what it was like was when I was kindergarten, 
one of the first two days. I think it was a. I think it was actually the first day, yeah. when all the kids had to come out and eat lunch and stuff like that. Um, you know, kids are having like craft dinner. Kids are having like cheese sticks. And yeah. This and that, right? Everyone like th- things kids eat, right? Yeah. And we have something called a paranta, which is basically it's a flat bread that has a lot of vegetables kneaded into the dough, and then it's oh. actually cut yeah. as a flat bread. Yeah. And I had that, and that's normal for me because I've had that every day of my life right. up till that day. Yeah. Right? That's my lunch every day. Yeah. And I had it with butter, and I had it with yogurt. I had a bit of apple juice, right? Yeah. And all the kids are like, what the? What is that? <laughs> what is that? Yeah. And I'm like, it's a paranta. They're like, what? Yeah, yeah. I've never heard that word before. I'm like, I say it all the time. Yeah. So th- like things like that, like the, the language barrier. I didn't learn yes. the language, right? Yeah. Um, so another time in kindergarten, our teacher said, "Hey kids, we're gonna make pizza," and I'm like, "What's pizza?" Right? Anyhow, she told she's. I figure out what pizza is because I had it before when she said, it, "Right." Yeah. And she's like, "Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna go around. You guys all play and read and whatever you guys do. I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm gonna ask you guys, uh, what do you guys want on the pizza so we can all assemble them together, right? Yeah. Little pizza is like maybe like a five inch disc, right. right? So she comes to me eventually. I'm like, well. I like pineapple, yeah. I like green pepper, I like olives, right? Yeah. Good stuff, cheese, right? Yeah. And she's like, you don't want any meat. And I'm like, no, I'm vegetarian. Oh, yeah. And then she's like, okay, well, I don't even know if she, I don't know if she asked me about vegetarianism. Anyways, moving on from the vegetarianism thing, I basically said, biaj. I'm like, I want biaj on there. And she's like, what else do you want on there? I'm like, I want biaj. Yeah. She's like, what is Biaj? I could not tell her. You couldn't tell her. I woke up the next day thinking, yeah. why did I not tell her that it's onion? I want onion on right. my pizza. Oh. Right? I didn't know yeah, how to say yeah. onion, right? Yeah. So those little things like that, slowly understanding things, yeah. kind of helped the bullies understand that I was different. I see. So that's when you became a target. In so yeah. that's when you became a target. Because they were like, oh, okay, he's not the same as us. Yeah, he has these not even the surface. Like they're they're all told, you know, if if that if there's a kid in your class that's brown or he's yellow yeah. or he's white, right? You know, treat him how you want to be treated. Right. But they they had a reason to treat me differently now. Right. Right. Yeah. Which still doesn't that yeah. still doesn't add up. Yeah. Yeah. And then how did that tie into the start of the mental illness? Like what sort of triggered that or was there a particular scenario or um, was it, is it, like I don't know a lot about schizophrenia so I don't know how it sort of Well, schizophrenia about. can be induced in a lot of ways. Sure. For me, it was stress. Okay. Stress can be one of the biggest things to, to cause uh, harm on a person and for me, schizophrenia, um, well, I'll, I'll actually define what schizophrenia is later, but sure. um, uh, it, smoking weed mm. that was drugged with ecstasy in it uh. brought the, it out of the Pandora's box. I see. I was already stressed out that I yeah. felt I needed to fit in. I'll do whatever yeah. the hell I can do to fit right. in. Then I got high. Mm. And as a child, someone that's 15... they are children especially in the chemistry of their brain yeah they will not react well right right so someone that's already experiencing stress trying to find an outlet putting drugs Mm. not just weed 
Yeah. It was, I was drugged with ecstasy at the time. Right. And I did it over and over again, over and over and over yeah. and over. And I'm 16. I'm, I'm screwed. Yeah. I'm. Have you ever seen those people? Like, you know what Riverview is, right? Yeah. Yeah. It w- well, you'll maybe you could tell the viewers later on, but yeah. Sure. Um, and you see those people in like cells yeah. in the corner and the straight jacket. Yeah. Right. They're talking to themselves and they're yeah. and sometimes they're completely quiet and they don't respond. That was me when I was 16. Sure. Yeah. I was wow. 16 and I was like looking like a mental case. Yeah. I was talking to myself. Eventually, when I was 17, I was laughing at myself. Yeah. And basically, what schizophrenia is is when you have a lack of touch of reality with what's there what's real right so these voices in my head i felt like they were real and i could tell them anything i want i can tell them i'm feeling crap about this this person did crap to me before last week now i'm telling this voice that and it makes me feel better right so it's like that's the thought process voices that you're talking to and rationalizing with yeah or but the thing is there's no there's no rationale involved right or there's irrational. no one there yeah right right there's there's zero rationale yeah because i'm talking to myself and right. i'm laughing making jokes yeah and see people say everyone talks to themselves yeah but it's another thing when you respond and then you respond and then you respond right. it's like a loop yeah yeah interesting um, see the thing that took me to the hospital when i was 17 yeah. was this voice in my head telling like this overpowering voice saying I'm the man of the house not my dad right so I went to my dad I'm like get the get out of my head get the out of my head right yeah. you know over and over in his face yeah. closer and closer he gets up you know out of, like any sane man would do he would walk away yeah he walked away yeah and I yelled at him again I ran in front of him and I yelled in his face again yeah so basically we had a fight I broke yeah. his nose and all this stuff happened and yeah. yeah it's 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 crazy stuff because sometimes i even think the things the voices in my i still hear voices yeah sometimes i even think the voices in my head still are there huh. how do you deal with that um a lot of things like uh remember i don't know i don't remember in the beginning i said i came from the jam yeah i volunteer yeah. yeah. So music for me isn't just a personal thing. It's showing people yeah. what music is, the yeah. appreciation yeah. when you're into it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I was going to actually ask you, how's your family been through this process? What was it like? Like, what is it yeah. like now? Well, initially, I had a psychiatrist who was misinformed my family. My second psychiatrist, who I still have this day, has informed my family quite well. Sure. So my family basically learned from this specific psychiatrist that, you know, I'm going to help you guys. I'm going to say there's groups for families who have uh, a member or member or two who have mental illness. We're going to put all these families together to share what the experience and say, you know, it's not just happening to your kid. It's not just happening to your family. Yeah, right. So it was a slow process, not only for myself to learn what's going on, but for them as well because right. not only was I suicidal I was homicidal yeah right I was right. homicidal not to family I was homicidal friends yeah. to bullies to people I didn't know right right yeah. I was I was like the nutcase you see on on the streets yeah. of Wally I like you know yeah. I was that nutcase wow. um, so when my parents were learning how to deal with it yeah um, it took me time to prove that you know that's in the past. I have mm. to show my parents and sisters 
that you know I'm 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 still me. I've always been me, but yeah. I'm a different me. Right. Right. Yeah. You know I, I I've worked many for many prestigious organizations. Yeah. I've played here and I've basically played with some of the best musicians in the world. Yeah. Um, and I have a lot of friends that love me. I have family that love me. That's I love great. everybody. Yeah. I'm totally respectful and everything like yeah. that. Right. So all that stuff didn't just come in one go. It was no. a progression. Yeah. As in any case, your dad, yeah, yeah he'll, your dad will love you right from the first time your mom will give birth to you. Yeah. But it'll take a time for your dad to respect you and see yourself in his eyes. Right. And yeah. even after that 17-year-old incident that I had about breaking my dad's nose, that slowed it down. Yeah. But now, yeah. I spoke to him yesterday, or no, yeah. two days ago I spoke to him, and we talked like friends. Oh, wow. Right. This That's is awesome. eight years ago. Yeah. And wow. we talked like friends. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's taken a long time to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, earlier, you mentioned too that you do public speaking. Yeah. Um, so, and then you. One of the things that you also mentioned was there's a lot of anxiety that comes along with yeah. schizophrenia. Yeah. Those two things to me seem like they would. Um, sort of butt heads a little bit because you're it's anxious because and you're trying to you're also speaking in front of people which is probably one of the most like anxious sort of invoking things you could do anxiety yeah. inducing yeah anxiety inducing yeah that's a better way of putting it you see it was one of the most amazing paths for me to learn how to deal with my anxiety sure I did it to help myself and help mm -hmm. others my public speaking was more of a motivational speaking right. I was going to high schools all across White Rock, Surrey, and Langley speaking to grade 10 kids wow. four times a day, five times a year, all year long for three years. Yeah. I spoke to 24,000 people in the time. Wow. My big, my smallest presentations were 20 people. Yeah. My largest were 300. Yeah. I spoke with the Canucks. I was on the paper. Yeah. I was on TV. Wow. And I met people yeah. and all, all this stuff. I've trained people. Yeah. And I've inspired people. I've spoken not only in high schools. I've spoken in hospitals, I've spoken in community centers, yeah. I've done a lot. Yeah. And anxiety doesn't really, it's not something that affects me all that much yeah. when I have a goal, when I have something. Right. When I have, like, when it's something tangible. Okay. Right? Tangible is one of my strongest words to help me with schizophrenia. But as far as anxiety goes, yeah. Um, anything, something that's causing you anxiety is very much a real thing. Right. If you had a snake in front of you, a cobra, a venomous cobra, yeah. and a venomous cobra in front of me, yeah. we would both feel a whole deal of anxiety. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. But me being used to having voices in my head and something in your head saying, go kill yourself, yeah. we, would, we would react differently. Right. Yes. If yeah. you heard it for the first time. If I heard it for the first if time. If you heard voices yeah. all day telling you things like, you're God. Yeah. You know, you're Muhammad and Jesus. You're yeah. Moses. You're all these people in one person. Right. And you you know, it's, it's just, it's crazy. It sounds yeah. like crazy talk. Yeah. But that's what stuff goes on that's in goes some on. people's heads. Yeah. And it goes on in my head to this day. And I, I have really, like, you, you asked me earlier, how do I deal with it? Yeah. Well, tangible is the word yes it's almost like it's something you need something that grounds you in reality to sort of remove the this fictional world right? space yeah it's yeah a fictional space in my brain right yeah and that's what music probably does for you and it it public speaking it, yeah. you, it gives you something yeah to work yeah. with that's um, awesome there there was this 
picture on Google I saw online. Yeah. I was just looking for logos, right? Sure. And I saw this one picture. It was graffiti that said, question everything. Yeah. And then under it, in a little slanted letters, it said, why with a question mark. So why are you questioning everything? Right. And that's how I deal with schizophrenia. I see. That's so how I deal with my skeptical. symptoms of schizophrenia. Yeah. I actually live with, I live with a friend yeah. who, who deals with schizophrenia. Oh. His sister deals with schizophrenia. Yeah. So you're in it. Yeah. A lot. Every day. See, this community center I go to, yeah. everyone there yeah. follows some sort of schizophrenia. They follow some sort of uh, anxiety disorder, OCD, or some sort of depressive disorder. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's, it's a scary thing, but people who have this disorder, they're just like you and me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, you... I mean, I've dealt with anxiety before. I've, I've been to see a, uh, I forget which one it is, psychologist. I've talked to him about anxiety. Like, I, people look at me and they see me as this high-functioning person. Calm. We're in reality. Calm. Yeah, calm. But in reality, I've got this really low, like, level anxiety that's always in the background. It gets triggered by different things. And, and one of the things that helps me with it is music as well. Yeah. When I put music on, I listen to certain types of music, it calms me down. It does what you're saying. It grounds me in reality. And sort of you know, like, I, I, have, I want to define anxiety for you. Yeah. Because I've always heard people talk about it, how you said it. Right. I'm not saying you're wrong. No, no. Yeah. I just want to help you yeah, yeah. De- no, define do. it for real. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you may experience anxiety. Everyone yeah. does at times. Yeah. But it's not anxiety. It's actually when you see anxiety itself, the word is a, is a, is is a disorder. Right. You can feel anxious, but you mm-hmm. can't feel anxiety. Right. Unless you have a a diagnosed disorder. Yeah, yeah. Or something leading to a disorder. Yeah. See, think of it this way. I'll try to paint a picture for you. Okay. Okay. Just think of a sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. Put it in front of your face. Right. Okay. Color one side black. Okay. Okay. Now, in the middle of the red, black and white, make a very thin strip of gray. Okay. All right. So you got a thin line of gray. Right? That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, stress. Everyone experiences stress. Mm. There's good stressors and bad stressors in right. life. A good stress. Well, let's start with bad stress. A bad stress being, you just you just lost your job. Right. Or you got a ticket, and now you have to pay 50 bucks for being two minutes late. That's right. a bad stress. Yeah. And a good stress can be like, I got married. Right. That is a lot of stress. Yeah. The time leading up to getting married. Yeah. The time leading up to getting your first car. Yeah. The time leading up to your first kiss. Yeah. Right? All these things are great stresses. Yeah. Now, usually, anxiety is perceived as a negative thing but there are good anxious behaviors right um when a kid can't stop jumping up at the kids at the candy store he's extremely anxious yeah he's not stressed about candy he's not saying oh i i want candy now and and you know being a stressful person we're gonna say i'm gonna put a timeline on how long i can wait before i feel more stressed right if i can say that I can wait 30 seconds before raising my voice a little bit. Yeah. That's stress. We're in control of it. Right. 
anxiety is when the child can't control. He's jumping. He's pulling on his mom's dress. Right. Taking her purse, saying, I want to go in now. Right. That's a good stress, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good anxiety. It's a good anxiety, yeah. Interesting. It's good, no, it's good, it's good anxious behavior. Right. Because you're seeing your kid happy. For something. Right? Yeah. It may not be good that he's like... Anyhow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's it's, good. It's, it's, it, it, yeah. There's a lot more intricacies in there. Right. And there's yeah. a lot more words to explain it properly. Yeah. But you got to get really into idea. it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's totally face face value. Right. What I told you. It's, t- it's like totally face value. Right. There's a lot more to do with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we experience anxiety different ways. Mm. Um, sometimes we got butterflies. Yeah. And sometimes we want to throw up. Right. Sometimes we feel chills. Yeah. And sometimes we just shake uncontrollably. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. There's different types of anxiety disorders. Uh, I have a friend. Uh, he has germophobia. Yeah. I have another friend. He has gender dysphoria. They're also very anxious, too. Right. Right? Yeah, um, that would be that would be really. It's a very anxious. It's a very yeah. anxiety-inducing uh, For experience. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But another anxiety that this specific person who is germophobic. Yeah. Well, he has OCD. Right. Which is the type of germophobia. Um, people can't touch hands, and if they do, they have to use hand sanitizer. Yeah. Right. Another uh, one of the best ways to express anxiety is. When a kid has to leave his door to get to the school bus, mm. right? He's halfway to the school bus, says, wait, wait, wait. I have to check if the door is shut. Oh. Goes back to the door. Yeah. Locks it. Unlocks it, locks it. Okay, now I know it's shut, right? right? He goes back to the school bus. He's like, wait, I, I have to be sure. I have to be sure, sure. So yeah. he, cut, they, he goes, locks it again. Yeah. Goes back to the school bus. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just wait one more time. Yeah. Then he goes back to the door, looks around, and he's saying, where's the school bus? Right. Now, anxiety yeah. is a disorder because your anxious behavior in- interferes with what you're doing in your life. Right. That's what a disorder yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Right? You can't feel schizophrenic without your schizophrenic behavior disrupting, in- disrupting your life. Right. There really is no anxious behavior for saying feeling schizophrenic behavior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's nothing there. Yeah. Right. Interesting. It's 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 that gray line. Yeah. That becomes a lot bigger when you put a microscope right. on it because right. there's so much more than just a gray line. Right. Yeah. There's different shades of gray, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. It's like gray, yeah. like your shirt and your yeah. laptop. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, when I talk to you now, like you're saying, you're just a normal. You yeah. Come across very normal. Yeah. It doesn't seem like. I just met you just to hang out I would never have thought anything but I know that um, there are people that it doesn't come across that way because they aren't getting the right help or they don't have the right support team and it sounds like you you have a great support you've got friends and family that care friends family I got something called a cell worker so I got supported independent living which means subsidized housing I get extra help to do like you know if any point you need something, right, yeah. give me a call. That kind of thing. Wow. Right? Yeah. I got a counselor, case yeah. manager slash counselor, That's psychiatrist. Awesome. Yeah, I got all that wow. stuff. Wow. I need that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's great. Yeah. That's great to hear. Um, I don't, if you don't mind, I'm going to switch gears a little bit and we'll ask some other maybe oh, some sure, questions. Sure. Um, and it can still tie into this if you feel like it, it's relevant. Sure. Um, can you tell me, like, maybe about, um, like, what some, I asked you earlier, like, what are some of the misconceptions? Yeah. What would you say is the most accurate thing people would say about you? The most accurate? Yeah, like, what is it? Like, yeah, that's true of me. Like, oh, well, well, people who know me very well. Right. Okay. So when I walk into a room, yeah, I'll say hi to everybody, okay. but I will go up to each person, yeah, and specifically, either hug them, yeah, shake their hand. Like I'll do this, like yeah, shake their hand and tap the other one. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to just be like, oh hey, <laughs> like, oh peace I see, up. yeah, right. Yeah, I want to be, I want to show them mutual respect, right. And I want to, I want to know people. I want people to know. That I care about them. Right. And people who know me will say, I'm a very caring person. Caring person. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I think you've kind of answered this, but maybe there might be a, another version of it or something. But can you tell me about, like, maybe the biggest pivot point in your life? Like, how you were not necessarily diagnosed, but maybe a point where you're like, I was different before this. This thing happened, and now I am different. Like... It's funny because that happens every day. Yeah, you it happens have a lot every of pivot day. points, hey? But you're 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 asking me. Well, yeah, a lot of pivot points. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be anything profound. It could be like I saw a bumper sticker and I was like, "Whoa, that's I'm totally gonna look at life differently or live my life differently than I did before." Well, the question, everything, why was a good one, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah, that yeah. is a good one. Yeah. Um. Have you ever heard of that show, Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. There were two specific episodes. Yeah. Now, Frankie Muniz plays Malcolm in the show. So, the character Malcolm, he talks to the audience in little cutaways. Right. And I was thinking, I don't don't ever talk to myself in sentences Mm. like he does. Right. And I think that was a pivotal point in hearing full sentences in my brain. Oh, and then hearing other full sentences, yeah. other ideas, other concepts. Yeah. Wow. I think that's kind of what got me so immersed yeah. in being so articulate and articulate in my brain to be able to explain exactly what I'm doing right. 24-7. If I walk upstairs, even to this day, I have this certain obsessive compulsive ritual. It's not yeah. a disorder. Yeah, it's a ritual. It's a ritual. Yeah. I go to I, I go to uh, I go to the, the gym. I go here. I go there. I always do these things every week. Yeah. Right. In the gym. Yeah. When you walk up to the front steps to get yeah. into the main building. Yeah. I have to use my right foot first. Oh. Because yeah. when I get up to the last step, my right foot's the last one. Ah, uh, I see. Then the very next stairwell. Yeah. I do the same thing. My right foot, because then on the last landing. My right foot goes it's the, last. It's the last one. But the last stairs, yeah. I do my left foot, so my right foot ends up hitting oh, the ground wow. first. Yeah. So at home, yeah. the main stairs that go upstairs from the main floor, yeah. I use either, either doesn't matter either way if I go up or down, because yeah. there's the same number of stairs, yeah. I go left foot there first. So your left foot's the last one to leave. Yeah. Interesting. And then between... The first and second landing, yeah. again, right foot for the right foot. Right. And then the second landing and the, the rest of the street, yeah. it's left foot to right foot. Right. So yeah. it's this Just overpowering thing, thing yeah. with me 
to want to have a favor of the right side. Right. My right side is extremely mm. favored. Okay. Is there a time when that you didn't do that and not? I can't. I've always remembered that I've always wanted things to feel even. Right. Symmetrical. Yeah. Because you probably just. I, I don't know if there's any cameras, but you probably just saw no. me. No yeah. cameras. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell. I'll tell the people listening what I just did. Yeah. Um. I fixed my hat. I'm wearing a hat, a baseball cap, yeah. and I ha- I'm wearing glasses right now. Yeah. And sometimes when I do that, I'll yeah. feel like my hat's just a little bit off to the side. Right. Just like just that little bit you saw that, right? Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to fix it. Yeah. Just to be normal. It doesn't even have to. Fe- it doesn't have to look right in the middle. You just have to feel it has to like feel it's, in the middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the glasses. Yeah. Considering they're really nice glasses, they're like pricey ones. Yeah. Anyways, that's not even the point. Yeah. They have to be in the perfect spot. Right. My my rings actually, I just noticed that my rings have to be in the perfect spot. Right. But like I said, these are obsessive compulsive rituals. Right. I can do them while I talk. Yeah. It doesn't affect my re- it doesn't right. affect right. my life. You're a man of symmetry. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. And I also have epilepsy. Oh. So oh. I twitch a lot. You can't see me twitch because yeah. they're very small. Yeah. Um, I'm twitching right now in my abdomen. Oh. So sometimes when I have an uncontrollable twitch, yeah, I'll make the other side twitch just enough. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. It's just like part of what you've taught yourself to do. I'm speaking yeah. normally, yeah, but it's all this is going on in my brain. Right. All of this is going on in my brain. Yeah. On top of another conversation of voices, Yeah. I'm hearing music from around the, the, the mall. Right. I'm hearing people talk. I'm seeing yeah. people move. Yeah. Yet I can still keep this conversation going. Yeah. Right. Which is n- normal. Yeah. Like I can, I mean, I don't like using the term normal, but anyways, it's like. I can talk about normal. <laughs> yeah. I have it, a theology about normal. <laughs> you do? A theology? It's a theology. Wow. Yeah. What does it, that entail? Well, theology in itself is, has to sometimes do with really, really big values in religion yeah. or spirituality. Yeah. Now, normal for me is actually much of a spirituality. Mm. Um, I don't fall into it as far as what other people think normal is. Yeah. Uh, you've always heard people say there is no normal and I do believe it. Yeah. But when people say you're your own normal, yeah. I agree with that. But right. I can but I can yeah. provide a reason for saying that. Mm. Cuz when someone says be your own normal, yeah. They're not saying that you're different. They're saying you're an individual that I see equal to me. We are equally normal, yet we're completely different people. Right. Individuality to me is one of the biggest things. Yeah. And that's why the spirituality part of it comes in. Yeah. Because when I see people, first off, conform or not conform, they're still being individuals. Right. They're still being normal. Right. There's no abnormal in life. No. You know? It's normal for them. There's no abnormal in life at all. No. Everything's yeah. there because it is. Not because yeah. of God, how it made it. I don't believe in God. Yeah. Interesting. But because it's there. And that's how right. it is. It, huh. It's meant to be that way. Yeah. You know? I think about it. I'm like, well, the pattern of the tiles on the floor in this mall, they're made that way. Yeah. The reason they're in a circular shape around there is because someone thought of it saying that looks better than making it square. Right. 
right. it's there because someone wanted it there. Right. Someone puts trees up on the street. Yeah. Not I don't know why they wanted it there, but it's there because someone wanted it. Yeah. You're wearing those glasses because you wanted to wear them. Right. Right? Yeah. Intention. Intent is huge in yeah. spirituality. Yeah. Because if you don't yeah. intend to be spiritual, yeah. you don't know what spirituality you actually have. Right. Interesting. But the thing is with this schizophrenia thing, I don't intend to be schizophrenic. No. Yet I still am. Yeah. Which means that's exactly, that's just how things are. Right. And that's normal in life. Right. Schizophrenia to me is not abnormal. Yeah. If you told me you were schizophrenic, yeah. that would not be abnormal. Yeah. Right. We're equally normal. Equally normal. Because normal is normal. <laughs> that's really interesting. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Um, I, I, I try to like sort of ask some questions in terms of like, what do you, I don't know what you're doing for time or how you how much time you have with me, but... Long, can, as long as you want. Sure. Um, I'd like to ask you, so like, what do you think, because we've been talking about spirituality now yeah, for yeah. just a little bit, but what do you think we're on Earth for? Why do you think we're here? Why are we on Earth? Yeah. Like, I know you said you don't believe in God, like, but why, do you think there's any purpose to this? Or is it just sort of, it is what it is? It being defined... Life. It, to me... Yeah, when someone says yeah. what is what it is yeah. it itself is the purpose when you're asking okay. what it is you're asking what is right. the purpose yeah okay I think I track so the purpose is to be it is that what you're saying or just okay. to be right just be so there's don't not, worry about it's it just we're here yep. and just be yep interesting that's cool see um, there's space dust out there the there's asteroids comets oh, yeah, yeah. all that stuff it's yeah. there because it's there. <laughs> right. We're not any special. Yeah, yeah. right. We Why is life special? If yeah. life early occurs on this planet, yeah. is there some other type of idea we can't comprehend that's on Venus? Yeah. We yeah, experience we life. Yeah. But what on Venus do we not comprehend? Yeah. That is there. Yeah. What's that purpose to them? Yeah. Are they alive? Are they yeah. dead? Is do there they anything? Is there a question? Yeah. Will there, there ever be a question? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. And why is there a question? <laughs> and why do we ask why? Yeah. Because Google told me. Because the, <laughs> the intent. The intent is there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there is something inside us that goes, you know, is there more to this? Yeah. Or am I just here because I'm here? I want to ask you a question. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Go. Shoot, when shoot. you walk around. Yeah. And you use your eyes and you use your voice box yeah. and you breathe and you use your body yeah. to, to have this kind of, you want to be attentive. Yeah. Is it your body that's attentive or is that you? Do you have to prove to me with your body yeah. that you're attentive or can you just use you to show me you're attentive, to show me you're listening? Do you have to open your ears or can you just listen? Mm, that's a good question. I think the body signals the intent like what you're doing i don't think i could just you, if i was just like wearing a mask and just sitting here you wouldn't know whether i was listening or not if i could repeat back to you and sort of use basic effective listening skills and go oh yeah like this is yeah, yeah. you could do that but it'd still be through using my voice box using my tongue to yeah. so if you were who you were yeah and you had this magical power to displace yourself to watch yourself do this, yeah. would your body say the same thing? Because your brain 
your ears, your eyes have all heard the same thing. Yeah. You're watching yourself hear everything that you've said. Yeah. How would you respond when you're watching yourself respond? <laughs> I'd be like, man, he's doing a good job. <laughs> Like, like I said, yeah. I'm schizophrenic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's great. I, I haven't thought about that before. That's yeah. interesting. This is the type of shit that goes on in my oh, head. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And when I can answer it, they're like, you're God. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are the other... So, I, along sort of the same lines, and I, it sounds like, I think I know where you lean, but what, what, what happens when we die? What do you think happens when we... People when notice we, it. <laughs> people notice, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. when but, you say... Yeah. When you say, yeah. if I, okay, hold on, I'm gonna totally turn this around. Sure. When I die, what will happen to me? Yeah. Right? You're already thinking of what other people will do. Right. You're, all, you're not thinking about yeah. yourself. Yeah. When you think of yourself dying, you should say, what is death to me? Right. And I can answer that for myself. Sure. Because I already have over and over mm. again. Death yeah. is but the next journey in life, mm. death is in its own. Interesting. The idea of death is not something we learn as much as the idea of life. Mm. Remember, like I said, what Venus is? Yeah. If they have an idea yeah. beyond life, death, what did we have? What did you have before you were alive? Do you remember anything before you were aware? No. What was there when you weren't? Yeah, nothing. So and what's there when you're dead? Yeah, nothing. Nothing, yeah, maybe. That's what it is. That's yeah. what you'll feel. Yeah. You will feel what you felt before right. you started feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You will feel nothing. Yeah. Because that is the journey in life. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Because pain is the yeah. biggest thing to make us feel alive. And yeah. we don't want to yeah. feel pain. We want to no. feel nothing. Yeah. 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 So we all want to feel a, a painless death, don't we? No. Yeah. We want to feel... I think we want to feel happiness, too. Like, we want to feel... We, we want to feel fulfilled. Fulfilled. Yeah. That's a good one. Everyone wants to feel fulfilled. Yeah. 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 Um, so just a few more um, what memory makes you the happiest like maybe it was a time when you laughed the hardest or maybe a time when you were playing music or something but what makes you maybe the happiest or made you laugh really hard or really thankful is there you can share one of each of those or you can just share one in particular this is so morbid no that's fine I, I love it anything you say <sighs> I remember when I wasn't alive. Do you? <laughs> I remember what it felt like to not be aware. Oh, interesting. And I and I miss that. What was that like? What like what were your thoughts? My thoughts when they came in, I yeah. felt aware. When I had okay. that first thought, I was driving in the car with my family. I was in the mm. middle. I was sitting outside. I was looking outside the window and I was actually going This was a, yeah, I was looking at houses. Okay. And I was watching them go by. Yeah. And I learned my first word. That's beautiful. Mm. That's what the first word you learned. First word I first remember phrase, learning. Really? It's the weirdest thing because yeah. when I was aware, I learned things I already knew. No, I said and knew oh. things I didn't even know. Right. Um, we, used to, we used to live in a basement, our family. And me and my sister used to play outside with the upstairs kids. Yeah. One day, I just happened to look at him like, what's your name? Mm. And he's like, my name is Justdeep. And it's like, that's my cousin's name. And I'm like, why did I say that? Yeah. I remember thinking, why did I say that? Right. 
at that second I do not know why I knew yeah. my cousin's name if I even had a cousin oh. I didn't even know why I, had to, I don't even know why I asked him what his name was wow Weird. that innocence of not knowing yeah. anything yet knowing everything right just to pull it out yeah interesting that idea yeah it enthralls me to the point where I welcome the final reckoning because whatever's there, if it is there, I'll have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, so you actually remember not sort of knowing, being aware. Yeah. And you just were sort of coasting through. How old were you when you said that's beautiful? Do you remember? Because that was your first I word, was, right? So I was after. I was just before four years old. Okay, so you didn't actually talk until you were four. No, no, I was talking. Oh, you were talking. Okay. I was talking. But that you were aware when you said that's beautiful. Okay. So was it like the, the appreciation of beauty that made you aware? Or was it just sort of like... I see beauty in everything. And that's yeah. the first beautiful thing I ever saw. Yeah. The houses whipping by. Yeah. Because I was like, people live there. Right. And I thought to myself, what is live? <laughs> right. At four. Yeah. Interesting. I remember a lot. I remember yeah. almost every single instance in my life. Yeah. And my biggest frustration right now is that it slowly feels like it's going away yeah. because I blame it on the voices taking them away. Sure. Yeah. Which is very, very psychotic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that still goes on in my brain. I yeah. blame the voices for my misfit, for my um, downfalling of just being able to function. Right. Being, I used to have a photographic memory. Mm. Um, I used to, I actually I remember the very first time I was four years old, and I had a crayon, yeah. and I had this, this, this need to draw under a table. Okay. We had a table that I just drew like circles and circles under it, right? Yeah. And I whip out, and my sister's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Nothing." And I remember my first lie. Oh. And yeah. then she's like, don't do that. Mm. I'm like, what? Why? And then the reason I remember my first lie so much yeah. is because that's the first time I heard the ringing in my ears. Oh. I was four years old in that very conversation in that living room of that house in Delta. Yeah. And I heard the ringing. I'm like, what's that beeping? Oh. I, cons- I called it a beeping. Yeah. I must have just like, what? I'm like, it's going... Beep, 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 beep. I didn't even know how to. I didn't even know how to ex- explain it. Yeah. And she was confused. She couldn't hear it, obviously, because yeah. it was in my ears. Right. I still hear it to this day. Yeah. And I've come to the conclusion, considering I've developed relative pitch, that it's actually an, an E note. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So you've named it. <laughs> no, it's an E note. Like oh, I can figure. Yeah, yeah. I figured by bringing it down octaves and octaves yeah, yeah. and listening to an E on the guitar oh. that it is actually an E. Okay. Does that have any meaning for you? It's just sort of like, ah, it is what it is. It's an it's, E note. <laughs> it's an E. It's just an E note now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. back then, it just it was the weirdest thing. Yeah. And after that, I started to accept it. And then my vision started going. Oh. So in grade 
I was four, the very same house. Yeah. Uh, I was with, uh, I was looking, I was, in, I was in like this backyard, the most beautiful green grass I've ever seen. Yeah. And I look at the sun and I'm looking at it for like one minute. Then I look over to this guy and he's like, you shouldn't be looking at the sun. I'm like, why? It's not doing anything. I can look uh, at all I want. It won't hurt. Yeah. So I get my first glasses when I'm seven years old. Mm. <laughs> right. Uh, then I learned two and a half years ago I have foveal dystrophy. Oh, what is that? I'm not familiar with that. Okay, so you know what the retina is? Yeah. It has many... Uh, it has regions on it where you'll have uh, cones and you'll have cylinders. Right. Now, the fovea yeah. is a spot on the eye where it dips a little bit behind the back of the eye. Okay. And... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's cones that it has. Yeah. So my fovea in in medical terms is considered as foveal dystrophy. Okay. So the cones in my fovea are not working. Oh, okay. So I'm not seeing as many colors as a normal person would, yeah. yet I'm not colorblind. Oh, okay. Because I can actually see everything I think I can see. Sure. So is that because of the sun damage? Do you I think, think so. Or, yeah. Because I remember back then, things were much more vibrant back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Way more vibrant. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, maybe one more and then I'll ask you sort of how you felt and if there's anything else you want to talk about. Um, oh, yeah. What message, if anything, if you're not, that's okay. What do you want to give to the people out there listening? Like, what's, what, what would you say to them? Hmm. I love everybody. Yeah. I've always loved everybody. It's beautiful. I love everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love the voices in my head, actually. I hate yeah. everything I've ever hated. No, I love everything I've ever hated. I love the bullies. You know why? Because all that shit makes me who I am right now. Right. I've grown Shapes so much you. after all that. Yeah. I'm this shape as a person because of all I've done, all the things I've received, all the things I haven't, yeah. how I've been brought up. All this, st- all this stuff, right. all the ways, I- all the f- fights I've had with people, mm. right? Yeah, it sounds like you've really like come to peace with like everything that's happened, and yeah. you're just so uh, calm and just sort of accepting life and just seeing it as a great thing yeah. that we get to experience. Yeah, yeah, which is a beautiful place to be, I think. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. Um, Anything else you want to talk about or how are you feeling about where we've got so far? Or If you have anything, that's cool. But uh, if Yeah. Feeling good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Uh, I'm feeling really good. I really enjoyed chatting with you. It Thank was, you. Yeah, it was Likewise. interesting to get to know you and uh, learn about, you know, the things that have shaped you to who you are. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to people hearing about, um, you know, hearing this and hearing about your story and everything from the metal to the schizophrenia to the life is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All these great things. Um, is there anything else? Uh, so the, the SoundCloud was... Uh, many times. Many times. Um, so go check that out. And then is there anything else you want to plug or... Anything else? YouTube is Beard Manny for now. Beard Manny, nice. Like Beard Manny, but one word. Okay, cool. And then I play RuneScape. RuneScape? Okay. It's a cool. video game. It's like uh, 
it's an MMO. I don't okay. play all that much. I haven't played in like a few months, maybe about six or six or seven months. But yeah. if you do want to talk to me on that game, uh, my friend's chat is little x under no little x space Manny. Cool. Thanks, man. I um yeah, I appreciate you coming and chatting, and uh, yeah, I I wish you all the best, and hopefully at some point our paths will cross again. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for chatting with me. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed that.